stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, 974-8255. So no changes in tax rates, but uh, some changes that, that could help Canada's competitiveness. Uh, the goal, or at least the focus uh, on the part of the federal government, is trying to encourage more investment, more spending in Canada. Well, joining us uh, for some thoughts on all this, uh, Bev Dalby joins us, economist, is a research director and program director of tax and economic growth at the School of Public Policy, University of Calgary. Bev, thanks for making some time for us here today. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Uh, when it comes to uh, the tax mix in Canada and Canada's competitiveness on corporate tax rates, do, do you see a bit of a, a missed opportunity today? Well, in this um, fiscal update, the Finance Minister did announce a number of measures Mm -hmm. to try to address the problem that has arisen because of U.S. tax reform. Uh, For many years now, we've had a a, a favorable uh, tax regime relative to investment in the United States, largely because it had a very high statutory uh, tax rate. That tax rate has come down and eroded uh, the the substantial tax advantage that we had. So it's good that he has um, recognized the problem and addressed it, uh, at least to some degree, with these measures to uh, increase the uh, capital cost allowances for uh, investments in in uh, capital goods. Mm -hmm. Well, and and, yeah, the the minister's assertion is that these changes tantamount to an effective reduction in the tax rates uh, without actual changes to the rate itself. I mean, is that, is that a fair assessment? Yes. Um, the, the effective tax rate on investment depends not just on the statutory rate, but the rate at which companies can depreciate uh, assets for tax purposes. In other words, reduce their tax taxable income because they have depreciation allowances for tax purposes, and also the rate at which they can uh, deduct interest and other costs uh, from the tax bill. So allowing firms to write off uh, or deduct the cost of investments faster uh, does lower the uh, uh, effective tax rate on investment. We estimate that today's measures would reduce the effective tax rate on investment in Canada by about 3% on average. And what's the impact of that likely to be? Well, a lower effective tax rate, numerous studies have shown it it will increase incentives to invest, so it will help to boost investment across uh, a broad range of uh, investment goods. Uh, He has announced expensing of machinery equipment in the manufacturing sector, which might seem to... uh, Expensing means uh, writing off 100% of the cost of the asset in the first year in which it's acquired. Mm -hmm. But the manufacturing industry already had a form of accelerated depreciation. So the extra boost to them, to that sector, is perhaps not as great as it seems, but still is probably uh, advantageous. Uh, so if we see that increased investment, does that mean um, we'll see jobs created? Will that mean higher wages? Does that mean increased productivity? What's the yeah. end result of that? Yes. Over the long run, increased investment leads to higher labor productivity, which makes us more competitive in the world environment, which uh, increases employment opportunities and which also increases uh, wage rates. So it's a good news story for not just the uh, 
people who run or own companies, share shareholders, but also for workers generally. Certainly what we've seen in the U.S. is that the decision was made to make tax reform a priority. Clearly balancing the budget is taking very much a back seat. Uh, the Liberals are kind of being pulled in, in different directions on this to keep up with, with what's going on in the U.S. and respond accordingly, but to also have a plan for, for balancing the budget. Uh, I mean, is it possible to, to address both sides of that? Well, the tax, these tax measures will probably lower corporate tax collections uh, somewhat, although the increase in economic activity will offset that uh, to, to some degree. I think the net effect on federal and provincial revenues will be relatively minor, so in that sense they are mindful of the, the deficit position that the federal government and, and most of the provinces are in. Um, we we are yet to see the impact of the large deficits in the U.S. on on not just that economy but perhaps the global economy. At least so. In terms of these changes here, it shouldn't have too much of an impact on Ottawa's bottom line, or too much of a negative impact on Ottawa's bottom line. No, I wouldn't expect it to, because also these measures mean people uh, firms get to write off the assets sooner. But then the amount that they can deduct later in is uh, is reduced. So to some degree, it changes the timing of the tax revenues, which is beneficial not not to dis, to play that down. But it, it's a it's a question more of changing the timing of the revenue. So the overall impact over a number of years is not as great as it might 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 suggest mm-hmm. and are these changes that, that could be advantageous to to the oil and gas industry in alberta well generally the oil and gas industry would be eligible for these accelerated depreciation um and that will be beneficial but uh, there's no specific measures to help uh the oil and gas industry uh, specifically so there's not really an alberta focus in any of these measures all right, interesting. Uh, more at policyschool.ca. Bev Dalby, thanks for your time here today. Appreciate the insight. Thank you very much. All right, so you go. Bev Dalby, uh, economist, uh, research director, program director on tax and economic growth issues at the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. Uh, so, again, you know, seeing where there's some, some potential for some positive impact of these changes, maybe not going as far as we could have or perhaps should have. Maybe a lot of this is long overdue, right, better late than never. Because it doesn't absolve the government of the massive failure on their part to address in any significant way the competitiveness issue in their last federal budget. There was nothing about competitiveness in the last federal budget. So that was a glaring, glaring oversight. This is, I, I think, about trying to, to right that wrong and, and I guess good on them for attempting to do so instead of, you know, just keeping their heads buried in the sand or pretending as though this isn't a challenge. But it would have been a lot more helpful to have had these changes way earlier in this year uh, than to get them right at the end of 2018. So how much time was lost in the delay it's taken the government to getting around to admitting that there's a problem and that we need to do something about it? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.